Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the, the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to talk about boundaries with stepchildren. Ooh, step-parent boundaries. That's a hot topic. Hot topic. So this was one of our topics from the very beginning when we uh, laid out our podcast, something that we thought we needed to talk about, right? I'm surprised we haven't talked about it before this. I know. I think it's because we're still trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? I think it's an ongoing process. It is. And we've been in this process for eight years and understanding our boundaries as parents and step parents, especially as our kids have gotten older, it's different. It is different. And something we have learned as a blended family and being step parents, we do not parent the exact same way we used to. And in some ways that's that good. True. And in some ways it's bad. And, but we have, we have learned that, that that is the case that you can, you do maybe let things go that you didn't before, or you're, you know, you're sensitive about things. Maybe you weren't before just it, you're, it's different. It most definitely is because now these parents, these kids have, in many cases, four parents. Yeah. Not just two. And um, they may be different in between the homes as far as discipline and rules or rewards or what's allowed, what's not. Everything's different for these poor kids. So you have to change the way that you parent. You do. You do. So as we were researching this topic and thinking about it, we found an article that we liked as we, you know, do sometimes on our podcast to give us kind of a, a foundation to build off of. And it gave us kind of a, a six or seven different steps on how you can. What boundaries you should not cross. Yes. Yes. How you can honor the boundaries that you should be as a step parent. And it's hard. It's hard. And we didn't agree with everything they came up we with. We did not. And I think that that'll make for some more interesting discussion because we don't agree with all of it. But like I said, we're, we're still a work in progress. For sure. Where it may well change our mind in four years when all the kids are out of the house. Maybe. Is it four? Five years. Five. I'm going to be Man, so sad. That's, yeah. I know. We'll, we'll probably, probably have get to have another a kid. dog. No. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're not having another kid. My kids, if you're listening, have more grandbabies for us and we'll visit often. But we're not having any more kids. All right. Let's go through the eight things. Okay. So, or well, there's seven things, right? Um, talk negatively about your spouse's ex is number one. And let's start with that one. Yeah, let's start with that one. So we've talked about this many times on our podcast. Yeah, it's very delicate because you do want to vent sometimes. You know, you can't stand, oh, the bio mom did this or, or you know, whatever. And you just want to vent. But you have to be very careful about venting or talking negatively about your spouse's ex in any way, shape, yes. or form. And, I mean. You shouldn't talk neg negatively about your ex, but this podcast is about, right, being a step-parent. So this is about you talking negatively about your spouse's ex. And especially women, and we've talked about this before as well, women, I think, have a harder time being um, okay, with okay with the whole situation, right, than your step-parenting my kids. Um, I 
don't know what it would be like no, because Sam doesn't have a stepmom. My parent, my kids don't have a stepmom yet. And so I frequently try and put myself in your ex's position and that I kind of let that try and guide me sometimes as, oh, how would I feel if, you know, this was the situation? All right. So the ideal case is to never, never talk negatively about them, but it's going to happen. So let's talk about the absolute no. Number one, never talk negatively about your spouse's ex in front of the kids. In front of the kids. And that's both kids, both your own kids and your stepkids. Right. Right. Now, why is that so important? Oh, well, gosh. For so many reasons. I think that um, the, the kids will distrust you if you talk negatively about, even if you're agreeing with them, because there are times yeah. where your kids are going to come to you and say, you know, blah, 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 blah. My mom did this or my right. dad did this. And you're like, this. oh, they're, I mean, you, I guess you can agree and be like, oh, or you just say, oh, that's, that's hard. That must be really hard. Um, but if you just go, oh, I know, they're so blah, 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 and they're so blah, 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 you know, it's, you're not their friend. You're not their friend. You're their step parent, and you have to rise above it. And I think your kids, ultimately, in the long run, your stepkids will um, appreciate that you did that. You know, ultimately, what happens is maybe the issue they were having with their uh, parent has gone away, but those negative feelings that you expressed don't. That is so true. So now that gets in the way of your relationship with right. them. So. Don't go there. Don't think you're commiserating with them. I know right. that's temptation, yeah. but don't go there. Yeah. Also, be very cautious. You may, kids hear everything. Oh, well, Sam was just telling us last night, wasn't he? Yes, he was. We were talking about something which we won't talk about on the podcast. <laughs> it was something private in our family, right? But We have private things in our family? Oh, just a few. Just a few. <laughs> but we, and Sam was, we were saying, oh, that's never happened. And Sam was like, yeah, it did. Uh, when you guys were in the other room and you were talking about this and I overheard, we were like, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> so you have to be very cautious, right? Even if you're yeah. venting to your spouse, which is okay, right? Right. Um, be careful, though, that it's always not negative all the time, but you have to have someone to, to vent to. So your spouse is probably the best person to vent to. Yes, just make sure you're, you're not going to be overheard. By anyone. So take a car ride with you and your yes. spouse and leave the kids at home yes. for a little bit. And sometimes it's hard. I mean, you and I have done that. We're like looking at each other like, we've got to talk. We've got to talk. And it's like. All right, let's go. For, we yeah. got to go to the grocery store. Yeah. Mm -hmm, or something. Yes. Also, be careful about having negative conversations with your besties, your friends. About. About. Your spouse's your ex. Your spouse's ex. Yeah. Because it will come back around. A lot of times it does, and you have to be very careful what you say. And yeah, make sure you're talking to a very trusted person because sometimes we do want to prevent to our girlfriend, but make sure it's someone you trust 100%. Um, and be careful that it's not always, right? That it's just, you know. Otherwise, you become a negative Nelly. Exactly. So you got to kind of temper that. All right, cool. All right, let's talk about the next one, the next tip that they give. Yep. Never discipline your stepchildren. That's what they said. This is where we disagree with them. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. There's this big movement called. Nacho, nacho kid. Nacho kid can't discipline them. I, would, I don't like that parenting method because it always makes me want to have some nachos. <laughs> 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 makes me hungry thinking yeah. about that parenting. It is lunchtime, so. <laughs> 
So, but no, Nacho Kid means it's your child. I'm not going to discipline. I'm not going to, which, oh gosh, I don't even know how you do that. But we discussed this before we. Well, then, well, before we go there, yes. there's the opposite of that as well. Yes. Which is, this is my house, my rules. I'm the disciplinarian. Which we've had a little bit of that here, yep, right? Yeah, we have. Yeah. We have. We, we, uh, it's a balancing act between is, those two extremes. It so is. I mean, because we have felt those times where we're like, listen, this is my house and this is my rules. And so it's, oh, it's such, it's such a difficult transition to mm. um, bring those stepkids into the house and find where that delicate balance is of, I'm not going to let you walk all over me, but I can't be this dictator. You know, it's tough. It is tough. So we have, I think we, I think we came up with a pretty good balance between that. There are certain things that kids know, even the kids that have left the house when they come home, they know with you, there should not be a dish in the sink. Nope. Dishes in the sink are very bad. Right. And that's not that, <laughs> that's not that big of a deal for, for, for kids, right? That, to me, that's a nice discipline thing that we've taught them. And you and I are completely on board with that. So that one's an easy one. But that's more like, this is my house. It's going to stay clean. Yes, but I've never been a monster about it. It's always very, hey, you forgot your dish. I'll put it in here. This, You know what I mean? It's- and I love the way that we do this discipline because you're actually disciplining, which means teaching. So you don't yell at them and no. say you're grounded. No. no, it's like, come over and clean up the kitchen. Yeah. It's like, hey, you left this in here. Can you please come over? Because one, there's a couple of reasons for this. They just came from their parents, the other parents' house. Where the rules are different. The rules are different. So these poor kids are back and forth, back and forth. What rules are here? What rules are there? And so got to give them a little bit. But it's still, you still have to keep the rules, right? Yeah. For, for your own sanity. Well, and this is, this is really interesting because if you talk to your older kids mm-hmm. about the clean house, You've never had the we are pigs speech with the stepkids and your and the kids since we blended the family. Right. But before we blended the family, you had that conversation more than once with your kids. Oh yeah. I would be like, everybody in the kitchen. Right. We are pigs. <laughs> we could feed a whole family on what's on this floor. And I would yeah, I would get upset and I would yell. So it does change when you're it in does. a blended family. You have to make adjustments. So you've got to balance between nacho kids and this is my house. So we talked about this. When we first got married, yep. we had seven kids in the house. Um, six of the- no, Four teenagers. Four, we had seven kids at the house. Yeah, five were yours, two were mine. Yep. And yeah, four were teenagers, right? Four yeah, teenagers. four teenagers, and then a four, five, and six-year-old. Yep. The teenagers were hands-off for the step-parents, I would say. For most, almost everything. Almost everything. It was, you know what, you deal with your- which. We are very blessed. We did not have many problems at all. We really didn't. I mean, we were so blessed. But when we did have an issue come up, 99% of the time, it was the parent disciplining. um, And it wasn't instantaneous. We always talked about, I mean, if it was real like discipline, not like go to your room, you're annoying everyone. That's different. Right, right. Then, hey, you broke whatever rule. Right. 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 Then we did talk about it. Yes. And yes. and we did figure out and we worked that out ahead of time on how we were going to address the issue. Right. But a step-parent boundary with teenage kids, oh, it is as like hot coals you're walking on. And so you've got to stay in your lane. I'm going to say that several times in this podcast yeah. probably. Stay in your lane. Let the bio parent 
deal with teenagers. Now, the little kids. That's a ha- different story. It's a different story. This is their life. This is what they well, know. So now our little kids are now teenagers. Right. We treat them like they're our kids. Absolutely. There's Absolutely. no. There is no difference. There's no difference nope. because they've gr- they've grown up together. They know, yeah. right. But there still is a difference. And, you know, that's that goes on to the next step, which is yes. trying not to take the place of your spouse's ex. Yes. Even though, especially the three amigos, as we call them, have been raised together, right? They've been raised together half of the time. Right. The yes. other half of the time, they haven't. Right. Things are a little bit different. Not that different when all three of them are together. Right. But a little bit different. But, Yes. You are very respectful that Sam has a dad. Yep. You are not his dad. And exactly. your kids have their mom. I am not their mom. We are bonus parents. That's right. Right. And even, it, there may be a temptation, even if the ex-spouse is not involved in their kid's life anymore. Right. Maybe they passed away or maybe there's illness or, or work or whatever it is. Right. You can't step in and replace them as a parent. No. Nope. It's a different role. Um, oh, which is really, really tough. It is tough because you love them as your own child. Yes, I do. Yeah. And that's why I always say I think being a step parent is one of the hardest things in the world because I love your kids as if they are on my they they are my own, but they aren't. They are your own stepkids. They are my own stepkids. <laughs> really but I stinks. love them as my own kids, but they are not. And so they're, you know, you love, love and you want to get, and but there's always like this there's pullback. This, yeah, right? and there's this shield there. There's a shield. Even even when they've left the house. Yeah. I mean, my kids actually call you more than they call me. I love them. I You do. We have fun talking. But, but, but yeah, yes, it, it, is, it is a very tricky situation because you love them as your own, but you're, they're not your own. No, and they can't love you the same way that they love their biological parents. No, nor should they. No. Right? Nor should it's they. It's a different relationship. So just deal with it, I guess right. is the right word. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. The next one is putting yourself in the middle. And there's two aspects. Putting yourself in, in between your spouse and their kids. And your spouse's ex and the Okay, so uh, let's divide this up. So let's just talk about the one first. So putting okay. yourself between your spouse and, and their children. And their children. So first, I was reading that. I'm like, what does that mean? So meaning, I want to get on your kid's good side, right? Is yeah. That, right? Is, yeah. Is, is, is this what? So, so like, you say no to them. And then they circle back around. And, and they come yes. to me. And then say, hey, well, he's being, you know, not very nice and not letting me do this. And I go, oh, I'll let you do that, right? Yep. No. Just like you shouldn't do that if they were your own kids, right? If you weren't divorced, you shouldn't do that as parents. You shouldn't do that as step-parents. But it's tempting. Oh, yeah. Because you want to get on your stepkids' good side, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. So it's a little bit tempting. Especially if, <laughs> I can see this happening, especially if their biological parent uh, parents don't agree, and you pick one of the sides. Right. This could really be. This could really create a wedge between right. you and your spouse. So yes. be very careful. So a uniformed front is the best offense 
and defense. Yeah, a- absolutely. <laughs> well, and you know what? That's the same whether you're divorced or not. Absolutely. Right? The kids, you know, like any human being, they're going to try and get what they want. So they may even play parents against each right. other to do that. Now, however, your, the kids at home especially, who come, they, your kids, who do they ask everything for? They ask you first. They ask me first yeah. because I am more likely to say yes, but I would never say yes to anything that I don't think you would, would also yeah, say yes correct. to. And, but my gut reaction is usually yes before your gut reaction, even though I think you would circle around to saying yeah, yes. Yeah, I always, I always yes. question them first. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, sure. And so, yes, they, they do come to me definitely. And sure, you, always, you can play with that flamethrower in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> I know you'll be yeah, careful. Yeah, I know you'll be careful. Put on that flame retardant. Where, you'll be fine. Yeah, where I'm like, all right, <laughs> let's talk about all the things you need to do to be <laughs> yes, safe to play with that flame that flower, is right? very true. <laughs> but yes, it's funny because the kids, especially David, David always- He goes say, to you Paige, first. Yeah. You'll be, you'll be, you're like, David, I'm sitting I'm right here. I'm sitting right here. next to you. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, dad, I could ask you too. But yeah, it's just, I'm their go-to. So just be careful. Yes. Right? Yes. But make sure that you are- a uniform front and that you're answering, even if your your spouse isn't right there, that you're answering as you know that they would want you to. Right. Right. All right. So what's the, ne- the next part of this is when you get between the ex, the spouse's ex and the kid. Ooh, bad. This That's is bad juju. This is bad juju. You <laughs> may think that you're commiserating with them. We mentioned this before about talking negatively, giving them something that you know that their biological parent would not allow right is always bad it will always come back to bite you yes which is it's actually going to go into our next one but just remember i want to say this before we move on to the next one which this is a good segue to the next one you are not the parent and it is not your place to try to override the other parents decisions regarding the children so especially even if you think it's stupid even if you think it's stupid especially without consulting you know your spouse right like you have to be very careful with that. Be very, very careful. That could really come back to bite you. Absolutely. Right. So that goes right into our next one, which okay. is ignoring the wishes of your spouse's ex in relation to the children. I like how it says <laughs> in relation to the children. This is what the article said, because sometimes you do ignore the wishes of your spouse's ex. Uh, you should. Yeah. <laughs> yes. because If it doesn't relate to the children. Absolutely. Right. Remember, they're no longer, and this, this can be difficult for some people. They're no longer part of your life. You have severed those ties. Right. Well, they are part of your life, they but are. they're not part of your everyday decision-making right. in your life. They're only part of your life with respect to those children. Yep. yep. Um, you need to bind to your your new spouse. Absolutely. You were telling side. me about someone oh, you talked yeah. to recently. Someone I talked that, to recently. I mean, this, this is totally off topic, but I it was so interesting how you said that they were remarried. She didn't have any kids, but he did. But they're grown. Yeah, they're grown kids. But he still has this kind of sick connection with his ex. Yeah. Yeah. She would text him all the time and say, you know, I do you remember when we did this? Or say, I had a dream about you last night. That's not appropriate. That's that's not good. So you said she she would call him and I'm like, this is super easy. Block the number or you I mean, don't answer. Like to me this is so they somehow both want to keep that, that yeah, weird connection. Some, yeah, yeah, something like that. But anyway, so, okay, so. But ignore the wishes of your ex-spouse except in relationship to children. You, you can't um, circumvent the wishes of 
a biological parent. This will get you into trouble. Yes. And you need to show the kids that you respect their parent, their other parent, right? And that's hard sometimes, especially in the beginning, you kind of just want to stick it to the other parent. And, but you, especially as a step parent, you have to show them that you respect the wishes of their parent. And sometimes this is hard. Well, especially if, if you and if you and your spouse are not on the same page with your spouse's ex and their new partner, their new spouse, um, on things like what TV shows they can watch. Right. Or how late they can stay out. Right. Or whatever it is. Yes. If you're not in sync on that, this can become quite a sore spot. Yes. So as a step parent, make sure you are not blatantly ignoring or the ex's against, yeah. yeah, the ex's wishes. Now that brings up another point of this. That is if something's really important to you, you need to make sure that the other parents understand this is really important to me. I and let them know that that's not okay with you. Right. What they do with it is their own business. But if you never say anything and then you're expecting certain behaviors out of them, you won't get it. Right. Yes, that's very true. All right. So on to the next one. Oh, but I do want to say before we move on to the next one, when you think about ignoring your spouse's ex's wishes, right, in regards to your stepkids, try and put yourself, if your kids, so like if my, if Sam had a stepmom, and I was sending him over there and I was saying, you know, now make sure he doesn't watch, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, she, you know, I know that she willingly would let him watch it. So you got to put yourself in the other person's position, right? And be like, would I want a step parent doing that to my child? What, right? right? So think about that. Before you go against the wishes, think about what I want a step parent going against my wishes. Yeah. Right. No, that's so that's good. Try and put yourself in the trenches with uh, the other step. All right. All right. Next one. Engaging in parent parenting discussions with your spouse and his or her. This is where I say stay in your lane. Yeah. So, yeah, this one's a little tough, though, sometimes. It can be. It can be. This this has been a lot of years of learning because at first I think like especially with your ex at first I think we thought that her and I were going to be these good friends. And that, I think that's very rare that that happens. Very rare. Um, After talking to counselors about this, they said. Yes, it's, it's very, very rare. rare. And it's there's just so many emotions going on with, you know, the kids and them liking the step parent. And, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. But stay in your lane. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Stay in your lane. Now, there have been times, though, when all four parents have sat down together around an incident with one of our kids where we all had to sit down together and really have a good discussion on how we could best help this kid get through some bullying issues at school. Yeah, we did that in a counselor's office. And we did it in a counselor's office, Yep. which to me was the right atmosphere to do it yep. so that everyone could hear that we were aligned right. on, on how to do things. Before, it would just be me and my ex yes. going and talking with the counselor on how to best handle this. Right. And the counselor made the suggestion, you know what, all four parents need to be there. So my suggestion, if you are engaged in those conversations with your spouse's ex around parenting, it's good to have an arbitrator there or a counselor there to help right. you work through any issues that may be underlying in your parenting. 
So in our situation, you always deal with your ex. I don't deal with her at all. No, that you is You deal with her. But I am there to support you. And we, you and I talk about what you might talk to her about or after you talk to her, right? I mean, so, so you, you sh- as a step-parent, be, as a, be a support to your spouse. Yeah, it, what's interesting, you shouldn't, as, as, the, as the biological parent, you should not be cutting out your spouse. Not at all. No, they need to be engaged. You are, you are a team. Yep. And this is one area that I disagree with the with the um the article. They they really set it up with that's not your kid. You have no parenting rights. You've got nothing. Don't even voice your opinion. And I totally disagree. Right. Um the strength in my parenting is not because of me, it's because of us. Right. Because we have different styles, we have different ways of dealing with children. And together we make a very a really strong team with right. with parenting. So, but you have to be careful. So you and I will talk about things, and then you might go talk to your ex about that. But you don't say, "Well, Paige said no." That wouldn't yeah, be that right. Wouldn't be good. It's because you, you are talking as 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 us anyway. As, that's right. Yeah. yeah. In in but, that respect, I am representing us as a couple. right. But you don't need to point out that. No. Well, my my wife said this. Right. No. 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 Don't do that. Yeah. I always use the plural we, though. Yes. Right. I always say, we yeah. decided that this is, right. we want this. Right. Um, because that's important that um, people understand that you are showing a united front. So. Absolutely. Okay, last one here. Feeling jealous when your spouse and their children want some one-on-one time. Okay, don't tell me how to feel. Oh, I'll tell you how to feel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true. All right. Don't feel jealous. So I hate it when people say, you can't feel that way. Well, I'm feeling this way. Right. I'm feeling Whether jealous. it's right or wrong, right. I'm feeling that way. So you got to figure out how to overcome the jealousy thing. This is when your spouse wants one-on-one time with their biological. So in our situation, this has actually been very rare that we do things as a family. And I don't, it's a very rare. I mean, there have been times where you know, you're like, oh, I'm going to go take so-and-so out to get an ice cream and talk to him about, you know, something that's going on in their life. Or, right. But I mean, it's, it's very rare. But, but you and I talked about this. You're out of town quite a bit. And Sam and I have a lot of alone time. Yep, you guys do. And we are used to it and we love it. It's our time. And we have certain so things we do. So we're home for the next month. You might have to go <laughs> see a friend. To, <laughs> might have to. <laughs> My wife is going to put me on an airplane somewhere. <laughs> but you know what I mean? We It is something that we, we are- right. you guys um, already have. We already that. have it. We've built it, and we love it. It's our, we, we watch a show together. We you know eat in the family room, which I don't even, I hope the other kids aren't listening oh, to this. Oh, they're listening. Yeah, yeah, you're in trouble now. I know. So we have our little you know rituals we do when it's just him and I. Right. Now, that, I, I have a question for you on this. Yes. When our kids turn 12, I take them on a trip, them and me. Right. And I did that with Sam this last year. Yeah. How were you jealous? How did that feel for you? Because that kind of turned the tables the other way. Right. I'm taking a stepchild just on a one-on-one with me. Right. Which is a tradition that we've had with all the kids. Yeah. So how did that feel for you? Um, I don't know if the word was jealous. I did. I mean, I did kind of want to be there because I wanted to be in Alaska. I thought that was super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I sent you to Boston instead. Yes. So I, I distracted you. You See? did. You distracted me. <laughs> sent you with Jake. That's right. And it that was a great trip. 
Um, so I don't, I don't know if the word was jealous, but I do wish, I was like, oh, I wish I, and we even talked about me going for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we did. And then we decided, no, this is important because you go on the 12-year-old trips, just you and your kids. And we thought it needed to be the same with Sam. Right. Um, so, I mean, I felt a little, you know how, we're, you and I both have FOMO. Yes, fear of missing we out. Do. We fear, totally do. We do. And so I think it was more that I was missing out. Um, not that I was like, oh, you know, I'm so jealous that Darren's with Sam. It wasn't that. But So I think this kind of ties into this jealousy thing as well. You mm -hmm. feel like maybe you're missing out or you're being you're being excluded. Right. So as a um step parent, you have to also realize that your spouse may be feeling that. Right. So if you're doing it all the time, right, that might that might be something you need to you need to work through. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This this is this is one that we haven't had to deal with very much. No, not really. But if you're going to stop traveling, we might have to. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, the limited moment of the week is an interesting one. It is. David is has been sick for a couple days now, and he's home with us. And this has been the lemonade part of this is we've got to spend some time with just David and us, which never happens. It doesn't. It's very rare. So it's kind of even though he's sick, he um it's still kind of fun to we get to talk to him, he gets to talk to us and spend some time and he's twelve, so it's a good age, right? Uh so we're having fun with him. Without his other siblings interjecting, you which know. He is the baby of the family, yes. so he's got how many parents? Yeah, <laughs> he's exactly. Got like ten older siblings. So I think you know he gets to actually get a full sentence out to us without his other siblings around. So no, it's been nice. It has. Been. I mean, sorry that he's sick. Yes. <laughs> I bet he's sorry he's sick, but it's been nice having him. If you like today's episode. Give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google. And head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org. Where you can leave questions and comments. And, but most of all, go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. Yeah.